Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 99 of the Caesus Show. It's your boy, Sir Caesus. Happy New Year's. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys have set forth your New Year's resolutions, and it can literally only get up from here, um, go up from here, rather. I know 2020 was, you know, a pretty tough time for every single individual, but like I said, you know, hopefully 2020 has uh, fueled us to have a great 2021, man. So I'm just excited to get this new episode out to you guys. And I appreciate all the love and support that you guys are constantly showing on a weekly by weekly basis as well, too. So much love from that end as well, too. But before we get into today's hottest topics, I'd like to rehash episode 98. So on episode 98 of the season show, it was your boy, Sir Caesars, and my co-host, Traded XXIV, and we discussed our NBA preseason predictions and what to expect leading into the NBA upcoming season. Season has been nothing but flat-out sensational, and I'm so excited for what the future has to hold. I know it's only been about five, six games for each and every single team, but it's literally only going to go up from here as well, too. This is the most talent we've seen, um, you know, from the East and the West as well, too. And I and, and I think, uh, like I said, we're on to something special as well, too. So without further ado, I really want to get into today's hottest topics. But more importantly, make sure to subscribe on all forms of social media at The Caesars Show, at Sir Caesars, and at Trey Day XXIV as well, too. Unfortunately, Trey Day is busy. Couldn't be with us today to start off the new year. But I do have two special guests um, that are very knowledgeable about the game. We got my boy Julius Evans, and we got my brother Daryl Sharp as well, too. So let's make some noise for those two guests. Let's get it. It's good to see how you living, man. Boy, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You haven't been on the pod in such a long time, so I wanted to I start know, the New Year's off. Yeah, I want to start the New Year's off with both of you guys. I'm, I'm mad Zach couldn't make it, but he'll be <laughs> back. He'll be back for sure. What you been up to, Daryl? Man, chilling, COVID, the crib, chilling, <laughs> Call of Duty, you know the vibes. Yeah. Hey. yeah, man, I was on the I was on the East Coast. I'm mad I didn't get to come to. I thought I was gonna come to DC and eventually try to make my way to uh to June Warren. I want to check out the crib. I know, man. Yeah, probably next time, man. But I I don't miss the cold at all, bro. I'm <laughs> mm, 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 mm. to put you on to this Baltimore food, yo. <laughs> That's the best, in the, best in the DMV. <laughs> the best in the DMV. Easily. Okay. Easily. Hey, hey, Richmond. Blue, Blue Richmond, Moon, you know little, about it, though. Blue Moon Cafe is fire. Mm-hmm. I still tell Drew about that joint. Like, that was probably one of the best <laughs> days I've ever had. We went to Blue Moon Cafe, then we went to the aquarium, and then we went to, like, that little, what's the arbor or whatever? Yeah, the Harvard. So, yeah, that shit, that shit was fire, so. Yeah, bro. Baltimore Definitely nice, man. Slept on. Okay. Hey, that's where the wire originated, right? <laughs> yeah, we ain't living that rough, though. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop, Snoop, not, Snoop not about to put me out in the fucking vacants, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's y'all New Year's resolutions, man? Uh, make sure I tap in more with family, for real. That's about it. What about you, Jim? Yeah. yeah, like D said, I need to call my grandparents more often. I, mean, I, I definitely got to hit the gym more. Well, work out more than <laughs> gym's clothes. I'm trying to order like a Peloton or one of those stationary bikes for some cardio. I, uh, what you call it? Uh, see, one of your homies, he posted on the gram. Them joints cost, I think, like 800 or something. Like, and I was Ooh. like eight, 18. 1800 for those, yeah, for those bikes. 
Plus, you gotta pay forty a month for like the membership. Damn. Maybe tax it, bro. With a bike in your crib. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, get the f- out of here, yo. Nah, I'm good off that, bro. Yeah, yeah our gyms are probably not gonna. Our gyms probably not gonna be open up till like the summertime, bro. Like we just have outdoor gyms that are open. I mean, I think they're closed again. So I ended up just buying weights myself. I bought like a bench. Um, I bought a mat and everything, bro. Ooh. So, how's how's your slight. bench? Like, you could store it easily. Um, so Daryl gave me an idea. I'm just gonna probably put it on my balcony. Um, and then whenever uh, I'm about okay. to use it, wipe it down and use it and whatnot. But I can I can also put it in my closet and hang it up. So, um, we'll see. It's supposed to come in tomorrow. Same with the mat. Both tomorrow, or Tuesday. So, I'm excited for that because. I haven't really worked out, worked out with like weights or anything since I moved here. So end of August. Um, and then once I came back home for like 12 days, I was working out with Avian and Daryl like every day. So I was like, yo, I kind of want to keep this routine. But to go I back to the work question. Out with Avian, bro. Yeah, that nigga <laughs> different, bro. Yeah, yeah. That nigga different. Well, he curling yeah. like 100 pounds. He, he probably doing, bro. He doing. <laughs> then, then he got mad when I ain't feel like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> he gets he gets on you too. Like if you ain't doing nothing, he you know how he be he just curse you out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like the only person who could go in that gym with him is Warren. Exactly. Him, him, yeah. him and Warren would be good. <laughs> yeah, bro. That. <laughs> that jump was lit though. But for New Year's resolution, man, to continue to make content. To book some some roles via commercials or shorts or full features or um you know a tv show pilot or whatnot and like i said just keep the family and friends close empower people um and just love and spread love like that's, Facts. that's it for me for sure Facts. So we'll see how all that go man i'm trying to, hey i'm trying to be that <laughs> live up to the hype for sure, for sure but are you guys ready for the hottest topics for today you already know what time yes, it is. Sir. All right. All right. So first thing I want to address is uh, Kevin Durant, man. I mean, obviously, the, the season's been hot in general. Uh, you can actually argue now that the East has gotten much stronger. There's probably at least nine to ten teams I don't mind watching from the Eastern Conference if there's a game on as well, too. So I've been really enjoying the NBA in its entirety. Um, and obviously, because of COVID, you, you start to notice that teams are – when they have like not like a back-to-back game but when they have another game on their schedule they're kind of knocking out that same team um i guess because of the covid restrictions and whatnot no one's really violated anything like that i mean i probably heard of like michael porter jr um obviously the whole john wall and, and boogie cousin situation but aside from that everyone seems to be disciplined enough to actually make everything work and you don't want to really you know lose out on your checks and whatnot so or spread the virus and put other people's in risk as well too but I like everything that I've been seeing so far, um, but what I'm most shocked by, some people said they're not really surprised, but, I mean, after you coming off an Achilles injury, bro, like, like that shit is it's crazy, different. bro. Yeah, like, I, like, like, I saw him in the preseason. I was like, all right, well, I mean, it's just the preseason. Motherfuckers ain't really going that hard like that. But the fact that he was able to just pick up right where he left off at is crazy. So, with just the five games he's played, he's obviously he's rest one back to back. They're gonna be cautious with that. He's averaging twenty eight points, um, six rebounds, four assists, 
shooting 50% from the field, <laughs> 50% from three, <laughs> 90% from free throw line. And yeah, it has a PER of 28.3, bruh. Um, yeah, like I said, like that's just shocking. But I, I'm curious to, to hear you guys' opinions on Katie's return and, and what are your expectations for him this year? You want to go first, D? I got, um, well, first thing, for, if he's healthy, the Warriors three P is is that simple. Yeah, I was <laughs> he was, I, I was is that is that he simple? They, the they, they, over they, five, they, yeah, they, it's over. But but I think it's I think it's been a blessing the eighteen months. I think having that that extended period to just recoup and just train. I think been a blessing. He's third in the NBA in scoring after missing eighteen months of basketball, and I. I think the expectation for them is to make the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they, to me, a successful season for them is to make the ECF, period. Mm -hmm. I think all the drama that happened this summer between Kyrie and LeBron, KD and LeBron, I think people want to see that matchup, KD versus LeBron in the NBA Finals, kind of evenly set teams and see them two go out and hoop. I still I'll give the Lakers the upper hand, but I feel like people want to see that. People want to see it. What's up? What you think? Well, we talking yeah, about I mean, like, talking about KD, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I I mean KD, KD, but I didn't expect him to look how he looked before the injury. Like I didn't think he could move that well. I didn't yeah. get to a spot, especially off the dribble as well. And he's, I feel like he's been playing solid defense outside of what the Celtics and Warriors. I haven't watched too much of them. I mean, the two games I did see, KD look look like he he looked look like that dude. Yeah, I mean, it looked like he never got an Achilles injury, and I hope whoever did his surgery did Clay's too. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need that boy to come back like that. <laughs> yeah, bro. And I think what I was most worried about was um, obviously it's only been five games, so can he maintain this level of durability? Yeah. And then also, what was he gonna look like on the defensive end? He looked like he he'd be locked in on the defensive end yeah. as well too. I was talking yeah. to Daryl like when they were playing the Celtics, um, there was I think a couple possessions back and forth, back and forth, back and forth when he was guarding Jason Tatum, and it's like Katie's so skilled offensively, he seen every sort of move that he kind of knew exactly what the hell he was doing. So, yeah. um, but also when and, he's seven feet, like damn. Yeah, and and I feel like Loki the most important thing in terms of coming off those Achilles injuries, it doesn't seem like he's like scared of having his Achilles pop again. Like, he's just playing like he's yeah. been playing forever. Yep. Like, there's, there's no fear, mm-hmm. which is which is dope. I mean, I hope, I hope, like you said, I hope his durability maintains and I hope he remains healthy to finish the rest of his career because that boy's special. He's special, <laughs> man. <laughs> I hated to see him go, but... He's man, special, man. Him. Yeah. Nice, yeah. So, so last, so last year, the whole topic when the when the Warriors got dismantled and whatnot, it's it's the new era of the dynamic duo. So we had Porzingis and we had Luca, uh, we had Kawhi, we had PG, we had LeBron, we had AD, uh, we got Jokic, we got Murray, we got X, Y, and Z. Um, out of all these d- dynamic duos, I have to say that the most dominant, just because of their numbers where they finished in the West Conference Finals and where and then winning the championship, I have to go to the Lakers. But most exciting, I'd have to go with KD K- and Kyrie Irving as well, too. Yeah. Um, Kyrie also played five games as well. And even though KD's putting up those numbers, Kyrie's putting up 26, 5, and 6. 
He's shooting almost 50% from the field, 40% from three, and he's still at 100% from the free throw line as well, too. Um, do you guys agree that they're the most exciting duo to watch as of right now? Outside of Stephen Wiggins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, easily. They both, they both buckets. Yeah, I mean, also, like, Kyrie itself. I mean, yeah, man. off the dribble, yeah. layup package. Like, he, he excited on his own. And his KD, he a bucket as well. I mean, they both got that isolating game, so they're not boring to watch. They both, like, exciting as hell to watch on their own. I'm gonna I'm, I'm go with I'm gonna go with and they still on the come up. I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Stick to the topic. I, stick to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> but in t- I mean, no dynamic duos, right? Well, you, you uh, yeah, I was talking about Katie and Kyrie, but we're gonna get to Tatum and and what and Brown and whatnot. Um, I I, I still can't put Katie and Kyrie over Anthony Davis and LeBron. I just oh, said most exciting. Question, not, exciting? Okay, most yeah. exciting, not most dominant. Um, mostly, I, I still got to go with Anthony Davis and LeBron. I don't know. I don't <laughs> really get excited when I, I'm like, I don't know if it's just Anthony because boring. of the, yeah, they kind of boring to watch. And no, I mean, but you got to think, Anthony Davis is shooting threes now. Step yeah. back, side step. He's 6'11", right. really, really changing the but way. also, I guess right now, too. The Lakers seem like they're just chilling until later on in the season. They're not really trying. LeBron yeah. LeBron got a triple-double last game, and Anthony Davis scored 36 and 11 rebounds. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. They're chilling. Yeah, they, they chilling. <laughs> we ain't worried about that. And maybe, we, maybe I'm kind of taking them for granted right now, but like I said, from just a pure excitement standpoint, the oohs and the ahs is KD and Kyrie, like – by far, bro. By far, for sure. Um, and it's sticking on to the Nets as well, too. So, obviously, um, you guys said, you know, or at least Daryl said that their expectations is to get to the conference finals. Um, Spencer did when he went down, and he, he has a partially torn ACL. I didn't even know he tore his other ACL back when he was in college, and now he tore his other one um, a couple of days ago as well, too. But then would he seem like um, he was all he he was on the cusp was uh, on the cusp of kind of getting back into rhythm? It, it felt like he was really trying to adjust to playing with those two reinserted back into the lineup as well too. But that was basically your floor general right there as well, mm. um, and he kind of allowed Kyrie to be Kyrie as well. Um, I'm curious to hear what are you guys thoughts on Dean Woody's um, loss and what does that do for the Nets moving forward? Do you think? Um, they look to pick up someone uh, by the trade deadline uh, that gets bought out with their contract or look to make a, a slight little trade. Do they have enough to get to the Eastern Conference Finals with Dinwiddie going down as well, too? I mean, even before this season, I feel like they need to either trade Levert or Dinwiddie mm. just because there was just too many ball handlers. I don't think it was necessarily a good fit. But like you said, Spence – Spencer coming into the season never really got a feel on how where he really fit in with KD and Kai, so he never even got in, you know, a smooth rhythm or anything before he got hurt, which is unfortunate. So yeah, I think I mean I really think they just needed a three and D. Levert needs to figure out how to play off the bench and mm. you know, run that second unit. But I mean, still currently constructed, they should easily get to the conference finals. Um 
But I mean, really, the biggest fault right now is defense. To be honest, like they got you got you got KD and Kai. You got enough scoring power. Yeah. Joe Harris, threes. You got Levert off the bench, and you got Allen and uh, Jordan for you know lob threats. So really, just need maybe another three and D wing. Someone like Barnes. I think be good. That'd be tough. Tar, tar <laughs> I, that'd be tough. I've been advocating. Yeah, I've been advocating for PJ Tucker. Yeah, yeah, someone like someone like that, and they good. I mean, I think obviously, and it also sucks for Spence. I think he was in his contract year too. So hopefully, he yeah. don't know. Wasn't he, didn't he do like a GoFundMe or whatever? And like, if, oh, he, yeah. if you got to raise enough money, I guess you could decide by majority vote on what team you should oh, yeah, sign or something like that. I mean, I'm interested to see where he's going to go. They'll, I mean, they'll probably try to resign him. Yeah. But, so, yeah, that's a pretty huge blow. I mean, that's a starter. Yeah. I think I mean, are, are we, are we really shocked? The player that they should oh, look to get um, is Isaiah Thomas. I said I, I, Isaiah Thomas coming off the, the bench on the sixth unit kind of really help Levert take away some of the ball handling from Levert and let him go back to his natural position, I think that would be dope. IT can hoop. IT's been in the playoffs. He's a proven winner. I think I think he would be good. That was that was years ago. Hips <laughs> <laughs> boy, that ain't no joke. Nah, I'm good nah. off that, bro. They're like we said, they're big their Achilles here right now is their defense. And we, they don't need that nigga. <laughs> 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 nah, we could. Um, he he fucked up though. He should have he shouldn't have played and got that bag, bro. But that's his. Y'all, that's his y'all, decision. y'all shit on Danny. The nigga made a proper decision. <laughs> <laughs> nah, heck yeah, that's just crazy. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, are we really surprised that their defense is this bad when they got the Phoenix Suns? <laughs> Basically, Ross's last <laughs> coaching staff. Like, is there a way that could, yeah. they can change up the de- their defensive philosophy um, aside from getting like you said the three and D player? You think? Yeah. Well, first yes. I think they. Go ahead, Drew. Now you got it. I think they can. I think they should start Jared Allen instead of DeAndre Jordan. I think they have to do that. I think Kevin Durant, and now they added TLC to the starting lineup. I think they have to crash the boards more because they get killed in the paint. I think they lead the NBA in points given up in the paint. And I think a lot of that is because DeAndre Jordan isn't mobile as he once was, so he can't do a lot of the stuff that he could do. I think you got to start Jared Allen now because he has to get used to playing with that starting lineup because he's going to be the start at the end of the season, My, in my opinion. It was kind of weird because, like, Steve Nash basically said, like, we know that <laughs> – he said we basically know that Allen's better, but – Basically, because KD boys with DeAndre Jordan go start him. I was like, "What? Just start the better player." I mean, DJ got Kai and KD together, yeah. so you gotta start that. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes I look, at, I see DeAndre old, and then sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, you don't look yeah. as good as you used to be." So he's still kind of bouncy though. But yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean, also, so. I mean, when you look at the personnel, especially when Spencer was in that starting lineup, it was, you know, Spence, Joe Harris, KD at that 2-3 and 4. So it's just like, do you expect them to be that good of a defensive team? Yeah, yeah, for Especially sure. with KD coming off of Achilles and you don't know how well he's going to move. 
Like they play Lakers and they got AD at the four. That's going. That's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, curious, I'm, I'm curious to see that KD AD uh, AD matchup for it's sure. What they going to guard each other? You got to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you gonna be tough. AD, AD going for forty. <laughs> KD going for forty-two. I think Nets make a trade though before the trade. I think the Nets gonna make yeah, a trade get, for sure. They got to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was telling you and um, Zach the other day. I was like, "Damn, if I knew Dinwiddie was going down, I would have probably just got James Harden." In the <laughs> 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 they like said, I, I'd rather have three superstars than whoever the fuck else on my yeah, team. Yeah, you can always fill out the roster. Bro. You can <laughs> always fill out the roster, bro. That should have been deadly, but oh well. Moving on to the next topic, um, John Wall is another person who suffered an Achilles injury, among other injuries as well, too, and he hasn't played in, what, damn near two years. Um, mm. And obviously, we, he debuted um, in the preseason, looked pretty well. Uh, but I was curious to see how he was going to pan out. So he's only played two games so far, uh, but he's been playing very well. 25 points, eight assists, five rebounds, and shooting 80% from the field and 46% from the field goal. Um, so that's been very, very promising as well, too. Um, damn, it, it just seems like yesterday uh, he was just on, what's, what was it, All the Smoke podcast, and he was saying this is the best he's ever felt as well, too, because he's always played through pain and whatnot. So um, his jump shot does look improved as well, too. He still looks very fast um, and explosive. Um, and I just like, uh, you know, his, his game and what he brings to the Houston Rockets as well, too. Uh, what are your thoughts on um, on John Wall's comeback as well, too? And after living in D.C., I probably was in D.C. before John got it, got to the Wizards. It was crazy. So like seeing, <laughs> seeing that boy get traded, man, that shit kind of hurt, yo. Yeah, it did hurt. Like it. I ain't like it. Even though Russ, you know, Russ is Russ, but yeah, was D.C. John was the Wizards, bro. I, I don't like how they traded him like that. So he, Especially because you know he was he was gone for two years. He was saying he was gonna be healthy. Yeah, like, I wanted to see him. I wanted to see him with this team with Bill, with with Denny, with um, Rui coming back for a second year to see what they could do. I mean, I feel like they would have been a playoff team for sure. And Bill and Wall were kind of good for one another, but I'm not surprised seeing them what one and five, one and four, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, yeah, man, it's, they they kind of do that to them. So I mean, Russ is cold, but. He, he, I don't think he's a good yeah. wall, to be honest, especially a healthy wall. Yeah. yeah. Now, in terms of, like, having hey, an impact on. on winning. In terms yeah. of, like, having an impact on winning. I mean, Russ puts up stats. He'll get a triple-double, but they're going to lose with the yeah. triple-doubles. <laughs> but it's crazy, too, because when Kate, when Katie went to the Warriors, it seemed like whenever he put a triple-double up, that was the only time they won. And when Katie left, you can put anybody, basically, on that roster with Russ – um, obviously, it was just one year without – I think he had Oladipo that one year, and after that he got PG and Melo, and then he had PG another year, and then obviously it was on Houston. But he's made the playoffs every single year. Um, do you just think he doesn't have that effect on winning anymore? And and why – I know we're jumping towers, but they kind of are parallel, you know, the Rockets with Wall and, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook with the Wizards and whatnot. But – what do you think it is? Like, why Why have they only won one game and that game happens to be without Russell Westbrook? Yeah. So, I, I'm going to say I'm gonna say what Juice said. First, I'm sad that John Wall didn't have an opportunity to play in D.C. one time. I think that's kind of effed up by management. And I think, I think, A, 
Russell Westbrook is older. He's never been a great mid-range shooter. And I think John Wall is a better point guard than Russell Westbrook, right? And I think with Russell Westbrook, like like Drew said, he fills up the stat sheet, gets you rebound, he gets you assists, he gets you points. But how effective are those points and assists that he's getting, right? I think I think him not being in that lineup and the reason they won is you have you probably had better shooting. Like if you look at the percentage from the point guard who started that game, he probably shot better than Russell Westbrook. Look at what yeah, John Wall. Yeah, they played the Wolves, <laughs> so that's also a thing too. Um, and and John yeah. Wall looked like he's shooting well. He's shooting well from the field. You say he worked on it. I mean, it's probably yeah. a little better, but he ain't, he ain't like yeah, he ain't nah. <laughs> yeah, It's gonna be streaky. He's gonna have those games where when he makes his threes, he looks like damn, they're one of the best players in the league. But yeah, but at least he's now he's definitely. Good. I would say. Confidently, he's a better shooter than Russ. Oh, I don't yeah, know what sure. happened. Russ, Russ used to be a, a great a slight mid-range, mid-range, mid-range shooter, shooter, bro. I don't know what happened. Even his free throws. And his finishing at the rim, off. too. Yeah. He's still getting older. But the thing is, with the Wizards, like, if you look at their points per game, they're up there with the with the, with the the top teams right now. It's mm-hmm. just like – like kind of like the Nets is just – their defense and then what it comes down to from what I've seen, they're just doing stupid shit towards the end of the game, which costs yeah. them the game. Cause they're in they're in contention to win the games. But um I think that's something Bill that's still trying to adjust to. Yeah. 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 So y- y'all think y'all think Bradley Beal finally gonna be an all-star this year? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he well, he's been all star, right? Already? Nah. No, I don't think so. I swear he been off. He, I thought I thought he got. I thought last year was the one he was supposed to get. He got robbed. Unless he yeah, was. I know a, he got robbed yeah. last year, but I don't recall him being an all star. Was he an injured? Was he an injured all star? Like an injury reserve type one? I thought that was just Booker that like never got his. Ah, I don't even know. Maybe, maybe. But he right, definitely right. got robbed last year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, he was an all star. I mean, so yeah, all star, 2018 that's and 19. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I didn't even know that. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Damn. Um, but yeah, uh, so with Wall being there, um, let's say that James Harden um actually stays there for the remainder of the year and doesn't get traded as well too, with the addition of Christian Wood, John Wall, Boogie Cousins, you have a superstar in Harden and you know, the same pieces that you had last year with a new coach. Um, what do you think the ceiling is for the Houston Rockets this year? Because I feel like on paper, if especially right now, I think the only, my only thing is Boogie playing because I thought he looked like Boogie evolved in the preseason, but it just seems like it's really just going to depend on if teams decide to go small, if he's going to play or not as well. But what do you think the ceiling is for the Houston Rockets this year? If uh, James Harden stays there. Yeah. At, at max, I'd probably say second round exit. Just because it's going to be as good. Uh, um, Wood, Wood isn't really a good defender. Cousins obviously isn't a good defender, especially after those injuries. So based on that, yeah, second round at best. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all, though. That's my yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Daryl? I, I got first round exit. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it right now, I, I feel like right now if the playoff started today, is they'll play the Phoenix Suns. I don't think they can beat Phoenix. I didn't think they can beat Phoenix. Yeah, nah. I, I, I think they, I think Harden can. I think Harden Nigga. can beat Phoenix. Chris Phoenix beat them niggas by himself. <laughs> you <laughs> had Devin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's just so early. You saying the players are they like? No, yeah, I'm just play five games. Like I don't know yet. 
Cam Johnson gonna drop thirty a game against the fucking Rockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So with James Harden, I feel like he just been getting slighted so much this year as well, too, and mostly because of how he's been carrying himself off the court, obviously. Yeah. Um, going to the strip club, going to hanging out with the baby with no mask and all that shit, X, Y, and Z. But and and the motherfucker looked like he gained about forty pounds <laughs> as well, too. Um, but he's still he a bucket. He's putting up he's a yes. bucket, still putting he's up thirty bucket. plus, getting hella assists. Um, drawing the double team, kicking out to the nice shooter. He's doing James Harden things as well, too. Um, if you're the GM, are you going to keep him there because he's still under contract, or do you look to actually ship him? And if you do ship him, where are you going to ship him at? They already looking. <laughs> They're trying to do the best they can get. That's facts. I mean, honestly, I feel like – I mean, nah, because Sixers are kind of hooping right now. Yeah. But, I mean, the best package would be for Ben Simmons. That's the best thing even, the even with the Sixers being five and one, bro, I'm still training for James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> now, <bro. laughs> yeah, right. It sucks they can't do like Tobias Harris and if Fultz would have turned out better, and they could have just mm-hmm. traded Fultz instead. If they yeah, because Tobias getting paid like what thirty, thirty-five million, something like that. Yeah, he getting like the max. But yeah, yeah. Damn, that's, that's OD. That's okay. Yeah, I would I would train as well to the Philly right now. I mean, looking at the other teams, I don't really know. I mean, I heard from some source and they said that even though Dinwiddie got injured, he would still potentially he could still potentially be part of a trade package, but I don't really see him going to another team besides Brooklyn still or Philly. Um, I just don't see any other team trading for him unless they want to do like PG for him or something like that. I'll be cool with that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be tough. So, and that would actually complement John Wall um, and Boogie much better too with Woods. So that would actually be kind of tough. I would, I would like that. But um, uh, don't sleep on Miami. We got some pieces that we could move. Harrow. Who would you be? But I, I mean, I hear and then don't hear like Precious. They're trying to keep. They're trying to, keep, uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're saying they don't want to get rid of Hero or Robinson. I'm getting rid of them. Yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> I like both of them, but Easy. if you can get a superstar who you can argue on any get any given night is a top yeah. five player, you you trade for him. If yeah, you're for not sure. trading, if you're not trading your superstar, and you can get a superstar, and like you're making that happen. Yeah, yeah that's so easy. That that's dumb as hell too. So, um, what I also want to talk about right now is that guy that you know worked out with with t mac for a little bit uh a couple years back jalen brown um finally got the coming out party right now uh played six games so far averaged 28 points five assists three no five rebounds three assists shooting 57 percent from the field and 38 percent from three free throw percentage could be a little bit better but it's gonna go up from here but uh Damn, it seems like Gordon Hayward was kind of holding him back. You know what I'm saying? They had to share those touches. But we saw glimpses of what he could do. But now he's putting his his arsenal on full fucking display. And this shit is fucking ridiculous. I, I remember you said that he had the, the chance to be slightly better than Tatum when it's all said and done. Now Ooh. I'm actually starting to believe that shit. Too. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's playing like a damn MVP right now. Um, you being a Celtics fan... Um, just a fan of the young talent in Boston. What are your thoughts on Jalen Brown right now? You know what's funny is that on draft day, I remember 
stupidly. I remember I was like, hey, if y'all take Dunn, if y'all take Dunn, <laughs> I just called Jalen Brown. I looked at his tape. I was like, why'd y'all do this? This nigga look sloppy. It looks like he just be driving to the basket with his head down. That, yeah, that was the case. Yeah. That was and the case. I mean, he looked like like someone like Stanley Johnson. Yeah. That's the type of player he looked like. But I mean, that boy couldn't work. And he saved. He went to he went to Cal, which is a top school. So he's yeah. always been pretty smart. He just yeah, he a baller. It's he crazy that like his his mid range is like money now. Yeah, he got the three. His handle is way better. Like he got some wiggle now. He could he could drop the ball because before like first first year first two years. He make a move or two, turnover. Like yep. he can handle it. So yeah, he, he definitely he definitely has progressed. And uh my two dogs, boy, we just need one more piece in the championship. Kemba. What do you mean? Kemba Kemba hey. out right now. Honestly, yeah. honestly, I would have traded James so, for 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 what for what the Bucks had to give up to get Drew Holiday. I would have tried to get Drew Holiday. Yeah, I wonder if they could have traded like Kemba to wherever and get Drew. <laughs> I, I still feel like we need like a solid MVP, you know? yeah yeah Tristan I even though I, Tristan was Thompson's answer. a little bit more he's, he's he's better than the options we had last year for sure mm-hmm. just cause he could defend better like mm-hmm. you know he could switch out still defend he protects the rim decently gets rebounds gets offensive rebounds I thought he, I thought they said he was working on a jumper I ain't see that shit yet man mm-hmm. we ain't gonna see no goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cause like last year, like we was we was bam away from going to the finals. Like Tice couldn't finish around the rim; he was just getting bullied in, in the. Yeah, it was all it was all bad. Kimba was hurt too, in in, in the Celtics hurt. defense. Gordon Hayward he was hurt. This two, the two first. Yeah, games, right? I mean they they've been they've been getting a little unlucky with injuries in the the playoffs. Cause like they, I mean they made it to the conference finals twice and they had injuries. But I mean, it's part of the game. Even even with those injuries, I just feel like if we had just a solid big man that could finish at the rim, yeah, and we've been all right. Now, do you think that Coach Brad Stevens is going to have a talk with Kemba when you return and say, "Yo, you are definitely the third option now. Ain't no questions." Like, is Joe Kemba that? Kemba Kemba watching the game just like the coach. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can't mess up that. You can't mess up that rhythm as well, too. He's finally gonna be an All Star as well. Um, oh, he should be. I'm just mad it's not gonna be no All Star game this year. That that was that was just uh, hot. But I thought they said they was thinking about it. Was it like completely mixed? I don't mm. know if it's. I don't know if it's completely mixed. I mean, if they do, that that would be dope. I mean, just make sure they quarantine and just go out there and go hoop. That, that I mean, because essentially you can just do a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I guess it's only a week. Last year All Star Game was lit too, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yeah. had to do it for Mamba. Had to do it for Mamba, yeah. but obviously it seems like the the oh, Celtics yeah, always get to the yeah. yeah. I forgot how they switched yeah. up. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, because they had what on, on one squad to close out the game. They had Chris Paul with Bron, Kawhi, yeah. Harden, the AD. Yeah. Like, and the fucking, with 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 the fucking,
<laughs> he said, you know, I got to go with my guy. <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo, man. That, that guy's interesting. But with the Celtics going to the Eastern Conference Finals past, seems like every damn year, for real, for real. Do you see them having problems getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, or you think because of Jalen Brown's arrival, um, they can get right back there? Because it seems like the Bucks have gotten better. The Nets are still there. Um, I feel like Miami still just needs to get Jimmy back in the form and whatnot. They're figuring things out as well, too. You got the emergence of uh, the Pacers and Sabonis coming out party as well, too. And like you said, the 76ers are playing very well. Um, East is pretty tough, but you, you think yeah, they can get to the conference finals the this year? Don't forget about it's the Hawks. Nah, we'll talk about them a little later, dogs. too. Um, but yeah, yeah, you think they can get back yeah, to the yeah. conference finals? Nah, it's going to be tough. Just because... Um, <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, when you was talking the whole time, I was like, dang, I was just like, yeah, Bucks and, and um, the Nets going to be a problem. Then you said the Sixers, so I was like, damn. Yeah. So you got to, I mean, that's two teams or three teams you'll probably have to beat in order to get to the, the conference finals. You definitely got to play at least one of them or two of them. So it's going to be tougher. Unless hopefully Kemba Kim comes back better. I mean, I like the addition to. What I'm really hoping for, though, is um, I need that rookie, Naismith, because he's supposed to be a shooter. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things we struggle with, especially while we lost to the, um, the Heat and struggled with the Raptors, because once they hit, once they hit us with the zone, we really ain't have, like, spot-up shooters. Like, you know, Tatum, he's cold. He can hit threes, but he's not really a spot-up shooter. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we need at least one more that can shoot threes and defend. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough road to the finals, but – Next year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you always say next year, next year. <laughs> next year, man. We, we two just, years away. Like I said, y'all just a big away, bro. Just a solid yeah. big away, and then just a wrap. Actually, y'all could have tried to get something for Gordon. I don't know. I mean, we well, tried, you, you but think, he was. Miles Turner would be a nice big fit for y'all. Not really. He'd be a decent upgrade. <laughs> A decent and upgrade. He'd be a minimal, not really yeah. a decent, because he's not – Sabonis would have been an upgrade. Oh, yeah, y'all ain't getting Sabonis. <laughs> y'all not getting him. I mean, he was a restricted – unrestricted agent, so, he, I mean, it's, yeah. you're asking for a lot to try to trade and get a good piece for him. But yeah. niggas could just sign him for free. Yeah. Um, there's always seems to be an emergence of a new team that's up and coming. Obviously, we had the Warriors dynasty. Uh, we had the exciting Denver Nuggets, the the whole trust the process with the 76ers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Suns, who finished off, what, 8-0 in the bubble and are currently number one in the West right now, too. And even the Bucks with Giannis coming out of nowhere as well, too. Um, and now we got the newest team, which is the Atlanta Hawks right now. Um, I believe they're 4-2. They added a lot of pieces on their team as well. Uh, they're top five in points per game. Um, and then they have seven players who are scoring over double digits right now as well, too. And they kind of remind me of the Warriors in the sense of how they move the ball and how they have so much depth as well, too. Um, and this is probably, like, I, I know I told you, like, you know, a couple weeks ago, players that I'm excited to watch. But as far as teams now, with like I said, with how many talented teams there are in the East and West now, like I'm tuning in uh, to the Atlanta Hawks on a daily basis as well, too. But um, what are your thoughts on the Atlanta Hawks this year? Um, and do you think they can, you know, shock everyone and, and make the playoffs this year? Me? <laughs> anybody open? open uh, for anybody? I think they. For first, we gotta when we talk about emerging teams, you gotta win first 
for me to consider you emerging. I mean, you winning, but yeah, when, you talk, when you say winning, are you meaning championship? Because no, I'm talking they, about you. I'm, I'm talking about you have to have one of your playoffs. You have so they are up and coming team to me. Uh, I still want to see how they look later on in the season. I want to see how that rotation, like what rotations they use. I like. I really, I really do like DeAndre Hunter a lot. I, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to be this good. Honestly, he's really good. Um, again, I want to see how Bogdanovich and Cam are going to play, like how their minutes, how their minutes are going to like look in the playoffs because they're going to be a playoff team. I just have to see them win or play in the playoffs because right now they're doing what they're supposed to do. You win the games with a very talented roster. Now do it in the playoffs to me. <laughs> that's that's what you got to yeah. do. I mean, they're looking good, and thankfully, they saw that rookie um, Oneka coming soon. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, he can put in some good minutes. But I mean, I feel like they still got to pay uh, Collins because he he's due. Yeah. And they they didn't try to resign him yet, but um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's still early season games. <laughs> but the only thing I didn't like about how they kind of went all in this summer is just yeah, they went all in. But do you ever think they could win a championship with that team? No. <laughs> I think I feel like they was probably just one more year away. Hopefully they could have got like Cade or somebody this summer and then, you, you know, put in bread, get free agents or whoever. Yeah, Gallo. I mean I did like the Bogo. I did like that one, but Gallo, that was kind of a waste to me. <laughs> my, hurt my, right now too. my thing is though, do you wait if you the GM Jew and make Trey Young mad? Or do you go get talented? Because because Trey because Trey, Trey looking at Luca like Luca winning, and I know Trey I'm not, just Trey not Trey not going nowhere. He's he's gonna be <laughs> locked up for another six years at the least. That's crazy. But honestly, yeah. man, the upside is they can. Honestly, it just depends on how how their young talent progresses for real. Like if Cam Reddish comes into his own, they can keep Collins. Hunter continues to play the way he's playing as well. They got Capella. They got Gallinari. They got, they got Ron. They got they got players um my biggest thing is probably just their defense but i think they can get to the playoffs and give a team a scare in the first round probably win like two games yeah so i mean we'll thankfully because i was i was worried they was going to st- i was worried they was going to start gallo and uh bogo yeah thankfully they they they're keeping hunter in because he's a way better defender and reddish is a pretty decent defender too so thankfully they started those boys yeah for sure. Um, there's always those teams that are kind of, you know what you're getting out of them, right? So as far as like those small market teams, like you know what you're getting out of Milwaukee, you know what you're getting out of Denver, you know what you're getting out of Utah. And one of those teams right now is probably Indiana. Right now they're second in the East. Um, they're four and two. On paper, they probably have, you could argue, one of the best starting five lineups. I think TJ Warren just went down, so that kind of sucks as well too. But Sabonis has been playing. Obviously, he was the first time All Star, I believe, last year. Uh, but he's up this game um, more this year as well. So I think he's averaging twenty eleven and six, which is actually ridiculous. Um, obviously, right now you could say he's the best player on his team. Do you think that Sabonis, being that he's the best player on this team, can can he be the best player on the championship team? Um, or do you have to have a guy like Oladipo come back into form for them to actually be taken serious? Because I feel like they're going to get to the playoffs if they're healthy, but I see another first-round exit as well. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're one of the, the classic places of they're just a, a decent team that can make the playoffs. Yeah, that's about it. That, that, that roster is not – they're not 
you know, championship contenders in any any way. Like there's no way. Well, they're probably what the fifth, sixth best team in the East. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, nah, that's that's facts, that's facts. Um I mean I know we talked about the Wizards as well too. Um, but like I said, it seems like when Russ puts up a triple double, they do lose. Um you can <laughs> you can blame a lot of things on like why they've been losing with Rui Jamara been out the lineup, um yeah. you know, Bradley Beal and when and, and and uh Russell Westwood trying to mesh together as well too and just Situational basketball when it's crunch time as well, too. Those little things that are adding up to those L's. Um, now, if they continue to lose and don't start winning, let's say, let's say they after 20 games, they're like six and 14. I don't know how the trade, I don't know how when you trade, how it works out, like when they can, when they can become available for another trade. Do you see the Wizards trying to get rid of Russell Westbrook or he's staying in the whole year? I mean, I'm sure they they want to get rid of him, but I don't know who's gonna, who's gonna take yeah. it. <laughs> hey, I mean, he did the whole year, bro. The rest gonna be in DC the whole year. Yeah. If you get rid of him, then yeah. Bill's gonna like me. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So he's there for the whole year. No team gonna try to pay Russ thirty. What he make it thirty plus million? Probably forty. Forty million. No team. He's there for the whole year. Yeah. We got three three more years. Two more yeah. Years. Yeah. Yeah, to the East Coast. Yeah, he gonna, yeah, the next team probably Detroit Pistons for Rush. <laughs> so the Bucks are three and Bucks are three and three. Um, and it just seems like they're just trying to figure out how to play together with their new big three as well too. But what I've liked seeing from them, even if they've lost, um, they just seem like with Drew Holiday being there. Um, he he looks like he him and him and uh, Chris Middleton can share that role of being that go-to guy um, towards crunch time as well too. Yeah, so it allows Giannis just to be Giannis as well too. I haven't really seen anything improve from Giannis yet from his half-court scoring ability. Um, but with the addition with the addition of Drew Holiday, I know it's early as well too. And you you said a little bit earlier that they seem like they're going to be a tough out. Do you think? With the current construct of this roster and the landscape of the East, they can actually get to the finals this year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's between them and the Nets, and I yeah. probably give Bucks the edge just because of their defense. But yeah, like you said, Giannis is still kind of struggling with that half-court offense. So yeah, I mean, I feel like at least that series is probably you know a toss-up to be honest, just because mm-hmm. Nets do have that firepower, but on the flip side. I mean, they got Drew for Kyrie. They got Middleton. Hopefully, Giannis finally takes that that <laughs> that step. body. <laughs> so, hopefully, you know, you guard KD, and, and they got they got the best pieces to guard KD and Kyrie. So, no, with no no love for the uh, defending Easter Conference champions. They still gotta go through them, dog. Miami Heat. Hey, they, they just want those teams. <laughs> Hey, I think they're going to be one of those teams where we don't talk about them the whole year, and then once we get to the playoffs, we're like, all right, all right, let's, let's see what's good. Because Bam's been looking very, very nice. Right. Jimmy been hey, battling hey. ankle injury. He just came back. Tyler Hero's finally their full-time star in Portland Garden, and George is coming off the bench right now. Um, Duncan looks a lot better as well. They need to start playing this one guy called KZ. He's kind of tough. He's like a little mini Giannis um, and they added Avery Bradley. They got everything they need, but I think they just got to get healthy. 
Um, and then once they're fully healthy and, and, and air exposure figures out the rotation, I think they'll start to take off as well too. So um, those, those are, that's just one of the under the radar teams. But right now, like, like you said, I got the bucks or nets right now, um, which leads me into my next topic, the Philadelphia 76ers. At first when, when, when they got Daryl Morey, I was like, yeah, this isn't a move, but Daryl Morey loves shooters one thing that they lacked was shooting the past couple of years, especially when they lost JJ and whatnot. Um, so they added your boy, Seth Curry. They added Danny Green, who still looked like he ain't doing shit. And it looks like they're, they're more so focused on the offense being generated through Joel and B now. And obviously they got coach Doc Rivers as a new coach as well. Um, are you surprised that they're off to this hot start? And then do you think that's, something that they can sustain throughout the entirety of the season as well, too. I mean, if niggas remember um, when, what's his name? Tobias Harris was with the Clippers. He was hooping. And that was with Doc. Yeah. yeah. And he's all keeping ball in this season. And it's only, what, six games? But yeah. I know he kind of struggled that first or second game. But since then, he's actually been playing very well. So, I mean, if he could keep that up, hopefully – I'm tired of saying it. If Ben gets a little bit more aggressive, they they gonna be a tough out. I mean, Joe. I feel like this year Joe is taking that step, and he's he's been he's been playing more, he's being more dominant as that big man in the middle. So they gonna be a tough out. They got shooters. Thankfully, Maury came and brought that <laughs> brought that to him. So I mean, yeah, they gonna be tough. They got defense because we got Ben Simmons and and be they took terrific defenders. So. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see because they're going to have to play the Nets or Bucks again. Hey, they got some size for the Nets, too, for sure. That's mm-hmm. just going to be crazy. Hey, this Philly gonna, team is tough, man. Be going to bust Allen and yeah. Jordan has to get him in foul trouble. So that could be <laughs> scary. Um, but, the, yeah, like you said, the the wild card is is Ben Simmons, bro. You're saying if he's going to be mm-hmm. aggressive. I don't, I don't see him being aggressive. I see him basically being the same as he was the past couple of years. I don't see <laughs> yeah, him he probably is. or nothing. So if he's not aggressive, like, then I, I think they can still get far, but they won't get to where they want to go to. I think low-key, I feel like they have a better chance of beating the Nets just because Kyrie struggles with those tall, yeah, yeah. ass niggas. Mm. You could you could put Ben on Kyrie, and you could put a Harris on KD, and then KD gonna just let that nigga score. If you can at least <laughs> stop Kai, you got a chance. You got you got Embiid to destroy Allen and and Jordan. So <laughs> that'll be a series. That yeah, would be a hot series. I I would like to see that. See, I like Boston as well, too, but I want to see Giannis redeem himself against the Miami Heat. So, Back. depending on how that matches yeah, up, you don't I'd want like that smoke that in, the, in, the, in, the, in the second round semifinals. It's not, I'm not sold on the Heat, especially this year. Come on, man. <laughs> Cinderella I mean, even team. before the bubble, even before the bubble, they was like decent. They weren't like someone we got to worry about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole East had to worry about them niggas. <laughs> yeah, just just three teams. <laughs> yeah, but I, I really do think the Bucks are going to be t- tougher to beat in the playoffs now. I think. Um, damn, if Middleton, I hope Middleton don't have that PG syndrome, bro. Like he'd be looking so nice in the regular season. Granted, he played pretty yeah. well with Giannis going down against the Heat by himself, but I think I think he I think he's ready now. I mean, but even like when you think back on how the Bucks lost, I mean, it's really Giannis ain't ain't really like who like that. Yeah, 
So you can't even blame Middleton. Like if Giannis would have did his thing, dropped thirty a game, whatever, yeah. whatever, and Middleton was ass or like PG, then yeah, you could put some blame on him. But I feel like Pete, not PG, uh, Greek got to he got to take that next step and really be a superstar mm-hmm. and drop like thirty a game, dominate the game. And we haven't really seen that yet in the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. So, Suns are number one in the West right now. Um, obviously, as one of the teams you guys like watching, your boy uh, Cam's up there as well, too, D-Book and whatnot. Um, I think it's great when you're in the Western Conference and you come out to a hot start because later down the line, it seems like people are just going to be fighting for positioning as well, too. So, the fact that they're already slightly ahead is great. And then it also just validates Chris Paul's leadership and his just his his just desire to win. No matter what team you put them on, they're gonna get put in position to be in the playoffs as well too. Um, but what are your thoughts on the Phoenix Suns thus far this year? They, they got every piece you need to be honest. They got, a, <laughs> they got everything. <laughs> they got a point guard. They got a scoring shooting guard. They got shooters. Yeah, Mikael Bridges is a great three and D player, and they got Aiden as a big man. So you got every pace you need to win. So you got a solid bench. Yeah. I was a little worried about their interior defense, but I mean so far with the six game they played, I think they're like top five in defense. They only I think mm-hmm. opponents are only averaging like ninety seven points per game or something like that well, too. So that's been pretty interesting for me as well too. So my only yeah. thing now is just health, especially C P three. It was actually a play when they were playing. Um, I forgot what team they were playing last, but CP3 had the mid-range shot to end the game. I thought he popped his Achilles, bro. <laughs> oh, someone actually did like step on his like, shoe. Yeah, he turned around like someone kicked him. I was like, oh, fuck, man. Not right it's, now. It's funny, yeah, because they, they always be like, it felt like someone kicked yeah. my foot. <laughs> Thankfully, someone actually did step <laughs> on his shoe. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I, was, I was a little shook, but – Damn, um, I know, you know, there's been some players that, that have come back in the West, but uh, with John Wall, Steph Curry being back, um, which are backcourt players as well, too. D-Book, do you think D-Book is going to uh, be a backcourt player? I mean, back, I mean, an all-star for the backcourt this year as well, too? Yeah, especially because they're going to be in the playoffs this year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're going to get that nod. For sure. Has um, Murray never made the all-star, has he, huh? No, oh, Murray? No. Yeah, he man. made the bubble all-star. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bubble Murray, man. <laughs> yeah, nah. I mean, Booker definitely make it. Yeah. Low-key, Steph might not make it this year. <laughs> nah, Steph gonna make it. I think so. I think just for name recognition. From a popularity standpoint. But yeah. he, he putting up decent stats. He putting up decent stats. Yeah, I mean, that was the next team I was going up to, man. What, what's good in Pelican Bay, bad? <laughs> what, what's going What's I, I don't even want to say anything. I just want to hear from, from you. You are the ultimate fan, Warriors fan and whatnot. What are you seeing um, that's going on? Do you think you guys can still make the playoffs this year? Um, and, yeah, just, just give me your whole spill, your little rant. Um, I mean, see, after what, five, six years of – <laughs> seeing, seeing these niggas make jump shots was was way different to like the past few days. I feel like yeah. I've never seen so many brick shots. And it's even yeah. the crazy thing is like it's just indicative of who my teams are right now. Because even the Tar Heels, I'm watching them dudes 
and I've never seen so many open brick shots. Like we just yeah. there's no there's no shooting. Like Wiggins clank, Ubre just be clanking. In order for us to make the playoffs, we just wanted to hit shots. You remember back in the day when when they used to shoot the ball, you just used to be like, "Damn, niggas about yeah. to miss the yeah, shot." Is now, now, now it's like, like "Damn, please, please, please make please. the shot." <laughs> you used to yell yeah. at somebody for leaving them open, like yell yeah. at them. Now it's like, "Go ahead, do you think it?" Shoot, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I do like what I see from Wiseman, but you can tell you're a rookie, so he's yeah. still. Has to figure out, you know, where I need to be on defense. On defense, and what, especially. How how to like finish around the rim a little better, you know? How to use my body. Like, I mean, he also has to get stronger, which is just gonna come in time. But yeah. we'll see what, what what happens with Draymond when he gets, you know, his rhythm and conditioning up. Um, I mean, people I've seen, I've been seeing posts saying people people been saying, you know, Curry got to run more pick and rolls, but yeah, they could do that. They're going to trap Curry, and we still want to have Uber taking jump no, shots. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Damn. Curry, you have to do so. I mean, I do. Wiggins has been playing a little better because he has been just driving to the rim more. He just has to either, you know, try to work on drawing that foul or finishing at the rim. But, but. Quick question. Quick question. Do you Reading trade in Wiggins? But D'Angelo Russell? No. Not really, I mean, just because I, Wiggins definitely, yeah. Wiggins definitely would have fit better. I mean, because we also came into the season thinking he think gonna be the third was going to be playing too. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I was like, I think Wiggins as a third option would have been dope. I mean, because he's been averaging like 20 his whole his career. career. All we need is about 18, 16. And he's going to get way better looks with Stephen Clay. Oh, Clay, what y'all miss Clay, man? Clay, what? Yeah, that's my guy. With Draymond. With Draymond and Wise Boy. Wise Man. Better and better each game. That was going to be a tough. That was going to be tough. How do you feel about y'all bench? Aside from, uh, what's his name? Pascal, the Liberian dude. Yeah. Shout out to Pascal is going to be a little better. Once he, because he did, he was starting because Draymond was out, but he's been put back to the bench. He's been playing better off there, but I was hoping Poole was going to be a little better this year. Brad uh, Wanamaker was very, very solid for Boston last year. He's been been decent this year. I'm expecting a little bit more for him. That's really it. (laughs) (laughs) This shit sounds mad sad. I also also thought Looney was going to be better, but yeah, I'm off him. That dude, he's he's garbage, but I ain't not going to say that. NBA player, but he, he just ain't been playing this year, playing well this year. Yeah. Who else Damn. is there? Was like some lesser known dudes, like small genic or some shit like that. I think he's been hurt, so he's supposed to come back. He he, uh, like a big man that could shoot. And then I forgot, it's like number ninety five. He uh he all right, but <laughs> 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 yeah, like I mean, it was supposed yeah, to be cool. play. It would have been dope if, like, Uwe was coming off the bench. Yeah. But if Clay never got hurt, y'all would have never got, y'all would have never got Uwe, though, right? I think they Probably still could not Uber, but they were still looking to get, like, another – because we had, like, that trade ex- exception. So they were still looking to get some, some someone else. They just didn't know who yet. Mm, yeah, man. So I'm not too familiar with the whole trade exception. I know you and Zach are going back and forth um, with that. What Like, what exactly is the trade exception again? So basically, how like the Celtics did it? They they traded away Hort, uh, Hayward, 
and they receive like a 28 million trade exception or something like that but basically you use that trade exception you know like when you do like trade fund or whatever yeah. you gotta match match the salaries so normally you use like a player but with the trade exception you don't have to use a player you just use that trade exception to match that 28 million dollar contract yeah. like warriors did that so like uber i think was like 17 million and they only traded a, a, a draft pick and they traded the trade exception to get Uber since they're over the cap so you got to use that Damn, so it's almost like a like a coupon type of shit. Like I don't got no money, but I got this hey, coupon. Scoop out, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, that's pretty fire. That's pretty fire. And thanks for enlightening me about that as well too. The Pelicans are second right now in the West. I'm currently at four and two, and I got a little excited, uber excited yesterday, just seeing them being down by almost like 15 against the Raptors coming back. Um, and Brandon Ingram has been playing lights out, man. Is it is it is it is it time to officially declare that that he's a superstar? Or he has to make it to the playoffs and and have a nice series. What are your thoughts on him? And then also, what are your thoughts on Zion as well, too? And what are your expectations for the Pelicans? Mm, there's only four superstars in the NBA. Yes, LeBron, <laughs> Kevin Durant, Kawhi, and probably Anthony Davis. Yeah, and Anthony Davis. Harden not a superstar. Harden. Okay, six. <laughs> but I feel like it, would you would you would you would you say that Jokic is a superstar? I would say he's a superstar. Ooh, if he is, he's close. Or if he yeah. is, he's close. Tatum, yeah, Tatum, not right. superstar yet. Uh, he's very, very, very close. He's close. Okay. I think I think the superstar conversation means that when you on a team, your 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 team is championship contender. I wouldn't can, say championship contender because we say yeah, Dane is a superstar. I say you're a superstar if you're putting up – if you're in, like, the top percent of numbers and also your your game is translating to team success and wins. And your box office, right? And box people office, wanna, yeah. People want to come and see you play. Yeah. So I put Dame. I put Steph. I put Kawhi, KD. I put LeBron, AD, Giannis, Harden. Nigga, that's eight right there. Jokic is nine right there. So, anyways, thoughts on? He's on the way. He's on the way. He's on the way. He's on the way for sure. There's no minute restrictions with Zion as well, too. So it seems like Zion's one of those players where there's just certain players you put on the floor and they just impact winning as well too you see that with like I said LeBron James you see that with Chris Paul you even see that with John Wall Kawhi Leonard X Y and Z and I think Zion's that next person as well too Mm -hmm. Um, because at first I'm like yo like obviously we've never seen a specimen like him before and obviously he did uh, I think he had a partially torn MCL or a sprain or something like that last year whatnot and then he's on the minute restriction but I'm like if you keep him on a minute restriction, we never can see his full potential. I would at least try to see how things pan out. And it seems like they trust his body right now. Yeah. Um, because he's been playing about 31 minutes a game, which is pretty good. I think it should be like 34, 35, but neither here or there. But, um, yeah, they look like they can potentially be one of the best uh, uh, front courts, young front courts. Um, and I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs this year because it's so stacked. But I like what they're doing right now. Um, do y'all think they can make the playoffs this year? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Pelicans? I think they can. I mean, you think about it. Um, 
They're the number two seed right now in the West. Mm. Houston, to me, if they trade James Harden, that's a spot that they can potentially fight for. Unless y'all think Sacramento. I still, I still think even if they trade Harden, I mean, they're going to get something slight in return. I think, I think John Wall can – I don't know. He's just one of those players who I think they can carry a team to the playoffs. <laughs> Not this the West, bro. <laughs> what CJ McCullough said, you can't hide in the West. <laughs> uh, but I think CJ like going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think that with Brandon Ingram emerging and Zion and Lonzo playing well, I think they they have enough. I mean, if you the, you got Phoenix, the Clippers, Los Angeles, Utah, Portland, Sacramento, and Houston, and the Spurs, and that and Dallas and Memphis. Memphis. Mm. I think they can beat off some teams. It's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard Mm. because because Chris Stass. Go ahead. I still kind of feel like Pelicans are just kind of figuring out what pieces they want and have. They got like Bledsoe, Adams. They got Jackson. They got Kyra Lewis. They haven't really even played. So I just feel like they're kind of in that that situation where they're just kind of seeing what, what they have. I mean, they still didn't pay ball yet, which I think he he gonna get paid because he. I feel like each year he hasn't improved. This year, I I watched a few of his games. I think he has been yeah. running pick and rolls, yeah. stopping at the mid range, and hitting. Yeah. Those, so like, ball been putting in work, yeah. yo. <laughs> he trying he trying to get paid too. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I I just feel like I don't think they're a playoff team yet, but I, th- I think they're still trying to figure out what they what they had. Cause they also traded you know Blesso and got all those picks for him. So. They, they can next, make some moves. They're a team that has a lot of like pieces that could be moved. Mm-hmm. So I think next year they're gonna they're gonna get to the playoffs. Well, what 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 if you use those pieces and go after James Harden? I heard that there's a lot of pieces yeah. you can go you can go get James Harden with those pieces. But I don't know if they have enough because like, obviously they they're probably gonna try to keep Bi and um, yeah. Zion. So outside of that, I don't know if they have. You got picks. You got enough for Harden. Yeah, 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 enough for like a, a Paul a George star. type player. Yeah. yeah, like probably even Bill, like that type of Ooh. level. Bill on Bill, Brandon Ingram, Zion. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I, I have to agree with that. That would be tough as well, too. I don't think Bill rocking anytime soon unless he verbally expresses his disinterest in playing with the Wizards. I feel like he he there for a while. Niggas, if them niggas keep losing. Yeah, he's going to be winning. He's going he gonna to force his way up. Facts, facts, facts. So I didn't even know um, Jew and Zach brought to my attention that Rudy Gobert <laughs> – Signed a five-year, two hundred and five million dollar contract the other day. That nigga touching money. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. Um, I pulled up some career highlights for him, um, and I'm trying to make it make sense of why they paid him so much. Um, he's one of ten players to win multiple Defensive Player of the Year awards. He has the second best field goal percentage in NBA history at sixty-four percent. Um, he has the second most blocks in the NBA since entering the league in 2013-14, over 1,000. He has 1,030. And he has the league best 50.8 opponents field goal percentage at the rim since 2013-14. A minimum of 1,500 field goal attempts defended as well, too. Um, do you think he's worth that money? Because if you look at his position in particular, the market for a big of his nature was probably anywhere between 10 to $15 million a year. Now, granted... 
you are eligible if you make a specific team, if you meet a specific, if you meet specific uh, credentials. Um, and I think he was a, what, all NBA and he was also defensive player. Was he defensive player of the year as well too? So no doubt. Yeah, I think times. he was the one before that. So do you think he's worth 40 <laughs> mil a year? Cause that's kind of crazy. Then you also look at it like it's a small market team. So, I mean, if you let him rock, you're not going to really get anything in return for him as well, too. So it makes sense why they will overpay him. They kind of always do that. But what are your thoughts on that? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you, you're worth as much as someone will pay you. But Facts. That's, that's their money. Never mind. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad my team didn't offer that dude for the year. You know, it's crazy because when yeah, you when – when you make that much money, you saying Rudy Gobert is just as good as Joker, Joel Embiid, Cat, and Anthony Davis. <laughs> you saying he? You saying he's he's an elite level center, and defensively he probably has a case. But I don't think they say that. I mean, for like small market teams, I can't say that because sometimes yeah. they do have to overpay to keep a high high quality player. But you he you could have gave him less than that. Where else he gonna go? Because no other team is gonna give him yeah. two hundred million. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I feel like they didn't have to. Give yeah, him that's what I'm so saying. They have to give him the max. They could have yeah. gave him like two hundred million and whatever. Yeah, that by four or five years. Yeah, and and then now it's like, all right, we know we know what you bring to the table now. But do you think with him getting that much money, the expectations are raised a little bit higher now? Do you see him expanding his range and developing a mid-range shot or even <laughs> post moves? Like, you can literally have Clint, it looks like you can have Clint, if <laughs> Clint Capella healthy, you can literally have Clint Capella on that team, basically, bro. I mean, I'm wondering how much he paying the media because they love that guy. Yeah. I don't even see it with them. Yeah, that joint crazy. That joint crazy. So last thing I want to end off with uh, you guys' opinion. Um, what are your early thoughts on these rookies and, and who is standing out to you right now? Um, and then who do you think is going to – I know it's early, but who do you who, who will be your favorite right now for rookie of the year? We'll start with you, Daryl, and go to you, Drew. Cool. Uh, I think Lonz, I think LaMelo, excuse me, LaMelo is playing better. But I, I think I think Wiseman for real. Wiseman really surprised me so early on. He'll probably be my rookie rookie of the year, just because I didn't think he would be doing what he's doing and showing signs of like brilliance, like the way he's showing. He's tough on the pick and roll. He got a good touch. I think I don't know. I think he's averaging double double digits and double digit rebounds, or a little less than ten rebounds a game. So it looks like, and he hasn't played since last year. So imagine if he actually played and got some experience. So I think Wiseman has been very impressive. He'll probably if this if the season ended today, he'll probably be my rookie of the year. Juju, um, who you've been impressed by, and who who you think is going to take that rookie? I was kind of high on Halliburton going into yeah. the draft. He um, he, he's been playing very well with the Kings. I probably just pick him just. Just in the sense that he has been playing well, but he's also like playing winning basketball. So he's there yeah. in the money time. He's, you know, he's there end of the game making big plays, hitting big shots. So I'll go with him. He just obviously has to just get his stats up because people like you know Ball has been putting up yeah. you know, pretty good stats. 
um, and Edwards have been having huge games. But you know how sometimes they kind of like to give it to players that are making impacts on the team. So, so far, I think it's really just been Halliburton. Um, Akora, he, he was playing well for the Cavs in the preseason. Um, I think he's been hurt like the past few games. So we'll see what he does when he comes back too. It's another one to keep your eye out on. Keep an eye on for Anthony Edwards too. Just want to say. Yeah. And, and my boy, uh, Corey Anthony. Yeah, uh, he hooping too. He hooping. I had, him as my projection. I had him as my projection in the rookie of the year. Um, they just needed to make Let's him the starter. Yeah. They need to make him the starter and just let him go. Yeah, folks, folks started off high. He's kind of to- tailed off, but he just need to get some more burn. I mean, it's kind of hard, too, because he's like he's coming off the bench and, like, Ross is that six-man in the score. So, like, he's kind of getting all the looks and shit. So yeah. it's going to be a yeah. tough one for, for Cole to get – Good rookie of the year, but I mean, I like what I see from the boy. He, I mean, even at at UNC, like they struggle, but you could tell like Cole Anthony had that pro level game. Like all all his like highlights are like pro moves. So he 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 been a dog. So we we gonna see how his future turns out. Crazy, um, because obviously Brandon Ingram won you know most improved player last year, but you can yeah. also argue that should have went to Devonte Graham. Look like he kind of took a step back. Do you see somewhere down the line um, he loses his starting role and they start LaMelo, or you think they're going to let LaMelo be a true rookie and, and come off the bench and, and really learn the game and develop? Yeah, maybe and they, might, they might. Maybe they trade Graham, like, before the trade deadline, because I think he's due for a contract this year. Um, maybe some team needs a shooter, and maybe he'll turn around there. But, yeah. I think ball at some point ball got to take take those minutes. Yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> and you you got him number yeah. three. You got he gonna have to start. Keys. Yeah, you got Terry. He been going crazy too. But you got Terry and Hayward to help him too. So yeah, it's this time to start ball. And I feel like out of those those three or those two guards, I'd rather put Dante to the bench. Yeah, yeah. But, shoot, that was pretty much, um, you know, all the topics that we have for now. Like I said, I know it's pretty early with the NBA season, so we're just going to continue to monitor everything that's going on as well, too. But it, it's – I know it's been a fast turnaround, but it's been very fun to watch. There's always something to watch as well, too. So I I expect nothing but a level of excellence as well. I was going to talk about the Clippers, but I'm going to wait a couple of weeks to see how they pan out as well, too. We'll, we'll save that for another day as well. Um, any last words you guys want to say before we end this episode? Show man, it's always a pleasure rocking with you, man. You know, my brother Jew. You know what I mean? It's always a pleasure rocking with you. Shout out to my homie. Show. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. You had me on again, yo. It's been a minute. No problem, no problem, no problem. We gotta get another one uh, with Zach as well too. I like his analytical takes on stuff, so. He the Woj. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 99 of the Caesar Show. Make sure to subscribe on all forms of social media at the Caesar Show. Ask their Caesars. We out. All right, yo.